Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the Sauce Town Stories podcast, episode 23. I am your host, Matt Cox. Um, before we get to our guest today, uh, who I just got done recording with, hadn't spoken to Kyle in a while, um, didn't mean to rhyme there. Uh, what an incredibly impressive dude, and I uh, greatly appreciate him making time for us. Um, one note before we hop on there a lot of people are listening to the podcast. But I don't think everyone that's listening is subscribing. If you can get on Apple Music or Spotify and just click click the subscribe button, all you got to do is type in Sauce Town Stories in the search bar. Um, the, the podcast will pop up. It's the one with a picture of the Salem Gold Man on it. And click on that and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it helps me out big time. Uh, so with that, a quick word from our sponsor. That's Ash Creek Farms. Quick word from our sponsor, Ash Creek Farms. I am joined by a Sauce Town favorite, a South Salem Saxon, uh, which is always a cherry on top. No disrespect to the other high schools in town. Um, and just an all-around great guy who I haven't spoken to in a while, but one of the, the few people you'll, you'll hear about these days that whoever you run into, um, nobody has anything but good things. Um, to say about this guy. So I'm very excited to be joined today by Kyle Atkinson. Kyle, how's it going? Oh, it's going great, man. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing really well. Thank you for uh, making time for us. It's funny how this came about because I think you're a listener of the pod and you um, DM'd me. I forgot you were commenting on one of the previous interviews and it, I, immediately I was like why haven't I had Kyle on so I'm uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to have you here man me too I'm I'm pretty stoked right now glad to hear it and it's been gosh I, I haven't talked to you in forever I think the last time I talked to you wasn't I coaching I, I was I think I was in college and you were still at South and I think I coached your baseball team right yeah like our summer baseball team or something like that that's it's probably been it man and that was Gosh, my junior year of high school, so 2011. Yeah, gosh, 10 years. And that was, uh, of course, a couple uh, Sauce Town legends in their own right. Uh, right. Coach Short, who I know <laughs> is a uh, – I don't know if he listens to the pod. He does follow the Instagram. Um, okay. and, then, and then Coach Riley, who um, I don't know if he has uh, upgraded from a flip phone yet these <laughs> days. So Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah man um so what, what what have you been up to this summer oh man i've just been working a lot um planning for this wedding yeah man it's uh it's just been busy times man i'm working at the hospital so that just adds on top of everything so you know just working a lot man that's pretty much it yeah, and by the way, you you, you told me off air uh, you are uh, you recently got engaged, so congratulations on that. You referenced the wedding. What are the plans there? Is it is it happening this summer then? Uh, so we're getting married September twenty sixth. So Very early nice. this fall. Got it. And is that uh, doing it doing it here in Salem or elsewhere? Uh, we're doing it in North Plains, Oregon. Um, like, I think it's like five, 10 minutes west of Hillsboro. Okay. Yeah. I know where that kind of, uh, uh, sort of wine country out there, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. Well, w- with that, let's, um, 
with this being the, the Sauce Town Stories podcast, we always started off uh, by giving you a chance um, to first off kind of introduce yourself. Um, for those who don't know you, I'm sure many people, um, you know, have seen your name before, but yeah. tell us, introduce yourself a little bit and then take us through your ties to the Salem area and kind of your time uh, growing up in Salem and, and sort of um, obviously we'll get a little more in depth with what you've been up to yeah. Um, in the last few years, but sort of a high level look and uh, at what you've been up to and your ties to the Salem area. Yeah, man. Uh, so like you were saying, my name's Kyle Atkinson, um, born and raised in Salem, Oregon. Um, that's, that's, I mean, that's it, man. I, I guess, uh, you know, I went to South Salem high school, graduated in 2012 and I played basketball and baseball while I was there. And, uh, you know, that's kind of, kind of has remained my ties to Salem. Um, I just finished up my eighth year coaching uh, as the assistant varsity coach at South um, for the men's basketball program. And that's, that's pretty much it, man. I'm Salem through and through, to be quite honest with you. Um, yeah, so that's what, that's kind of where I'm at. Nice. And, and you've uh, presided over some very, very good teams at South yeah. in, re- in recent years. Do you have, I, I know you're, you're, you're sounds like crushing it with the assistant coach job there. Do you have um, aspirations of maybe getting your own head coaching job somewhere one of these days? I'll be honest, dude, being an assistant high school coach is <laughs> it's the best gig in the world, man. Like, no, and I really, I truly don't have any aspirations to be a head head coach. Um, I think the end goal would be a college assistant coach um, somewhere. Um, but yeah, man, no real aspirations to be a head coach. I'm super happy with where I'm at in the coaching world. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I think it's it's a lot. Uh, in most cases, it's a better uh, work-life balance. I know head coaches, um, I mean, it, it's especially in season, they kind of have to eat, sleep, and breathe that with everything they do. In a lot of cases, they're also, at least at the high school level, um, they're teachers at the school, which obviously yeah. um, you're not you're not that either. But, um, uh-huh. but yeah, that's uh, it's, it's been a heck of a run for South for the last eight years. Who, who are some of the best players that, that, that you coach there that have come through? Oh man, I mean, you got to put Skinny up at the top of that list. Jaden Nielsen Skinner. Um, gosh, who else? And Jaden just Jaden was at Portland State, and he but he's transferring, right? Yeah, so he's transferring to uh, Saint Saint Martin's. It's a Division Two up in Washington, uh, and it's kind of small world. The head coach there now was my assistant when I was playing at Concordia my freshman year. Okay. Yeah. I know St. Martin's because I, I went to school at uh, university of Puget sound, which is Tacoma. Oh, okay. St. Martin's is in Olympia. So we actually played those guys uh, in, in baseball, uh, played those oh, nice. guys a decent amount, but yeah, yeah. shout out, shout out to Jaden. We would love to actually get him on the podcast. That'd be a great guest as well. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. I can definitely help you with that too. If you need it. Um, let's see couple other good ones I can name. Gabe Matthews is always 
top pick, man, for everybody. Just all-American dude. Um, basketball player-wise, uh, Trey Galbraith just graduated last year. I mean, really, those those three dudes right there, Saxon basketball to the max, really Saxons to the max. And correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, but the crazy thing with Gabe is that was probably his third best sport, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure if he wanted to go pick up tennis that day, basketball (laughs) probably would have been his fourth best sport. So, yeah, some people get all the, I mean, he, he obviously worked his butt off to be good, but he's a a pretty incredible athlete. I I remember him, uh, Actually, I was doing games on the radio. I, I announced a couple of games mm-hmm. when he was playing quarterback. And gosh, he was uh, not just the physical side, but the, the mental side of it as well. The way he kind of directed the offense. And obviously, you can run and throw and do all that yeah. athletic stuff as well. But he was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, man. He's just so calm and cool under pressure to it. It brings everybody's confidence level up. You know, when you're in crunch time and you got your best player just hey, guys, we're going to be fine. You know, we're going to go win this game. We're going to be all right. Right, exactly. It's like that story of uh, Joe Montana in the Super Bowl when they're in the huddle for the game-winning drive, and he looks off in the stands in the huddle and goes, hey, is that? Hey, guys, is that John Candy up there? He just <laughs> has like a smile on his face, and everyone's all immediately is no longer tense, and they're like, all right, Joe's got this under control. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how it is for real, man. So hoops is a huge part of your life. Kind of always has been. I know you played baseball as well, but I think hoops was always um, your main thing. I got to ask with with game six coming up tonight, A, who are you rooting for? And B, who are you picking? They they might be the same team, but I'm curious. Man, I don't think Chris Paul has many more good years left in him. Um, I would really, really like for the Suns to win to win it all that'd be nice man just for chris paul's sake you know never winning a title or anything like that but the bucks are tough man especially when Giannis is on his game and chris middleton's on his game you know that kind of glue guy slash like role ish player um you know if those two are having good games man they're pretty tough to beat really tough to beat and then you throw in that outside shooting with, you know, Pat Connaughton, those, those guys, man. Yeah, so I, I'm rooting for the Suns. I think that the Suns will win tonight, but I don't think that they'll win the series. I think it'll go seven. I like it. I'm I, I'm rooting Bucks, but I'm uh, I am definitely down with a with a game seven. So I like your uh, I like your pick. Um so kind of moving on, so you graduate from South Salem High School. You're uh, a really good hoops player. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of people have followed you on Instagram and things like that and have mm-hmm. kind of seen what, what you've been battling over the last, you know, it's been seven years now. I know you yeah. told me we talked a little bit um, off air. Um, there was a moment, it was actually a, a, a few days before you were taken off um, to play college basketball, um, what what do you? I mean, what what do you remember about that about that day? Yeah, man. So I uh, had I played my freshman year at Concordia University, and then uh, transferred to Chemeketa, um because they had a guy going there who was 
getting looked at by some Division One schools, and I'm like, well, you know, in my head, I'm like, I'm a Division One basketball player. You know, I'm going to go play with that guy. So when those scouts are in the building, you know, they can see me a little bit. And uh, so I went and played my sophomore year at Chemeketa. And um, then uh, towards the end of that year, I got a scholarship to play at Portland State. And, um, you know, throughout that year, I was kind of starting to not feel good. And I was losing all my muscle mass. And I just wasn't, I don't know, man, I just wasn't me. Um, You know, so I started working out harder, thinking that, you know, that'd get my muscle mass back, but I just kept losing it. Um, and so I ended up going to the doctor. It was, I was having some other weird little symptoms, but I ended up going to the doctor. And, um, yeah, a couple of days after I went, I went to pick up my mom to go to lunch and she came out of her work and she was sobbing. And I'm like, Oh, what the heck? You know, did she get fired what's going on and she got in the car and couldn't really talk all she could really say was go to fuji rice time and if you know if you're from the sauce you know you know that that's a little rice rice and chicken spot downtown and um so i went there walked in Man, literally my whole family, brothers, cousins, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and even my, like, biological father, who I don't ever talk to. Like, I hadn't seen him in years at this point. They're all sitting there crying, and I'm like, what the, you know, what the hell's going on? And um, I... I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, someone's got to, you know, someone's got to say something. And my mom says, you know, you, we need to go up to your doctor or to OHSU. You have a brain cancer. You have a tumor in your head the size of a softball. I'm like, like, you know, at first I'm taken back, like what, you know, and I'm 20 years old now and I'm think I'm invincible division one basketball player, you know, all that good stuff. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, that's, that's easy. You know, I'll go up there, you know, take some medication. This is like my initial thoughts, take some medication. I'll be fine. You know, in a couple weeks. And I went up there and the doctor walked in the room and kind of looked at me and just waved. He didn't say anything, but he just waved and, um, I'm sitting there and I, you know, wave back. He's like, can you see me? And I was like, yeah. He goes, can you hear me? And I said, yeah. And he goes, get up and walk a little bit. So I got up and walked in his little office. And he said, I was just reading your chart. And I thought you were blind, deaf, and in a wheelchair. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, no, sir. I play college basketball. I go to school full time. Um, You know, and he kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, not anymore. Your basketball playing days are over. Uh, you need to focus on your health. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, who is who's this dude who is probably, I mean, this is messed up to say, but has probably never played a sport in his life, just or at a high level, just judging by, you know, his profession, brain surgeon. Um, you know, and I'm just like, who's this guy telling me that I'm not going to play, you know, the game I love, like, so that was really that day um, for me, um, in a nutshell, right there. So, 
And so when this happened, you were your your entire extended family was there where you you were kind of the, the last person to, to to find out about about it. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. Because I think that I just gotten out of practice or something weird, just gotten out of practice or out of school. And I, it was just kind of a, you know, mosey around day and just went to pick up my mom to go to lunch, which we always did, you know, so. Right, and that was that was almost or about seven years ago, right? Yeah, that was like um, September of two thousand fourteen. So, yeah, almost exactly seven years. Yeah, um, which obviously you've um, t- took that in stride and have have accomplished. Excuse me, accomplished a, a ton since then. Um, yeah, which we're we're gonna go through some of those other things <clears throat> a little bit further on in in the pod. Um, I obviously, you know, when I was preparing to interview you today, I, I know this cancer diagnosis certainly um, does not define you and hasn't defined your life. Um, but it's a, it's a huge part of your your story, certainly. And it's, 100%. it's in, inspirational to a lot of people. Um, I mean, what has in, in the last seven years since then, obviously, you've battled the heck out of this thing. Yeah, and like I said, you've you've coached, you've, uh, you've done some other things we're going to touch on later, but I mean, what has, what has that, <clears throat> what has that day to day been like? Oh man. Um, you know, like I'm still taking, well, so during the surgery, they had to take out my pituitary gland, which controls all of your hormones. So all of my hormones are controlled by medication. So I took about 15, anywhere from like 15 to 18 pills a day. Um, you know, that's just, you know, and they all have to be like a certain time and like, can't have food with this batch of pills can't, and you know, you can't eat within like 30 minutes or after 30 minutes. Um, and then really just like staying on top of my doctor appointment stuff and kind of doing what I can for myself to be healthier. Um, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much it for me man i'm not doing much treatment anymore like chemo radiation nothing like that um so i'm just kind of i get i get scans every couple months just to make sure that uh just to make sure that it's not growing um and it hasn't grown in seven years because what's left in my head is inoperable it's about a golf ball sized tumor uh, wrapped around my carotid arteries, just inoperable. Can't uh, can't do really anything about it, um, except you know live with it. So that's kind of what I'm stuck with, and you know I still have some left sided weakness because during that first surgery, you know I bled a lot and I had a stroke in the middle of surgery. So that was that was kind of the nail in the coffin on like my basketball career, I guess you could say. Um, was that stroke just having to I mean I had to relearn how to walk talk eat breathe my rights and lefts like yeah it's it's crazy man yeah well I I know that that was uh kind of the 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 end of your playing days but it's um a, a lot of a lot of guys have gotten the chance to to go through south and and and, and to play under you so it's it's pretty yeah. awesome that you've been able to stay uh in the sport that way and people have been able to um benefit from your 
you know, your knowledge of the game and definitely and, and, and things like that. Um, you mentioned as well, you've been, I know you work at the hospital as your main job, but you've also been doing some, uh, some motivational speaking. Yeah. Um, obviously yeah. you're a well-spoken, you know, inspirational guy and all and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But tell us a little bit, how did, uh, how, how did that come about? And yeah, just tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Perfect. Well, you know, you see like inspirational and motivational speakers out there, like dudes who will just sit there and scream at you for 50 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there thinking like, okay, what has this dude done for him to scream at me for, you know, 50 minutes about what I should be doing with my life versus like hearing a personal story of something that the person talking to you has actually gone through and experienced and has had these life experiences that can benefit you and that you'll understand better because, you know, I just look at it like that. Like, I'm not going to go up there and scream at you, but I'm going to go up there, get my point across and then answer any questions that you have. Um, And how the whole speaking thing kind of came about, you know, Jalen Butte, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. So we're, sitting at victory club downtown one night and uh oh no not victory club one of those bars and we're sitting watching tv and it was this espn thing you know they do like the their little blurbs of like inspirational stories and it was this olympic skier who broke her leg in competition and um like wasn't able to ski that year in the Olympics, you know, and I'm just, and my buddy Jalen, this is shortly after my surgeries. He looks at me and he goes, dude, your story's way cooler than that. Like you need to go tell your story. And I'm like, well, I don't, you know, and I was like, I don't mind public speaking. And literally the next day, like we were both just like working on it, trying to find gigs, trying to like, you know, hammer down what I was going to talk about. And that's kind of that's kind of how it blossomed, man. And it's it's been great. I love it. We've got to go a lot of cool places because of it. That's awesome. Shout out to Jalen. Yeah, uh, great dude uh, in his own right. Actually, he's he spends a lot of time in, in L.A. now. I think, but yeah, uh, he's all he's in Portland yep. as well. Um, so with that, what what I know you said you've had a chance to go a lot of cool places and speak to 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 a lot of people i mean what what type of are you talking to kids adults working professionals or is it all over all, all over the board it's all over the board man like i've done college teams um high school teams I've done like churches um kids i mean as young as gosh i mean i don't know like eight nine years old and they don't really grasp it But, you know, like, I mean, anywhere from, like, 8 to 50 years old, I've I've spoken to. And if you don't mind, what what are, uh, if you don't mind sharing, like, give us a few examples of maybe some college teams that you've, that you've talked to. Um, man, I gotta, like, go look, I gotta, I gotta look this up now. Um, college teams, (laughs) Chemeketa, Concordia, um. Sorry, do you care if I just do my research real quick? Oh, go go for it. We got time. Okay. Um, 
Pacific University men's and women's side. Um, I went out to New Jersey, actually my very first talk. And um, I was able to speak at this event called the Mary Klein Classic. And basically it's like one of those big uh, high school basketball, like all-star showcases, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So like a couple names that because I got to talk to the guys a little bit before the game. So like Michael Porter Jr., Trey Young. Oh wow. Um gosh. Uh Derek Jones, the high jumping lefty. I think he plays for Portland now. Yeah. The yep. big dunker. Um man, there's NBA guys up the wazoo in that little all-star showcase. Um Right before COVID hit, I was working with the Washington State men's basketball program and the connect who I have up there, Mike Plank. Um, He's now at San Francisco University. Yeah, Coach Plank. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. And so now I'm working with him to go down there, um, working with that same guy who ran the Mary Klein Classic. He... um, he works for the New York Knicks now. And so he's kind of plugging me a little bit with the Blazers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I'm working with those guys, man. But the NBA, working with those guys, it's all like contracts, like super specific stuff that you would never even think of. Like what colors I can wear, what oh wow, what kind of shoes I can wear. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, man. All Is that, of oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, like the contract with Cleveland, which isn't a contract to me by any by any means. Um, but if I were to speak with them, I can't wear LeBrons there. I can't wear anything LeBron, <laughs> which is which is beyond me. I don't know why that would be a thing, but you know. Yeah how how dare you do anything that would uh, bring up the player who brought the city their first championship in exactly. seventy years? How dare you? Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and like Willamette football with Coach Parker. Um, yeah, man. And then that's 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 it. But besides that New Jersey one, I think that um, the I spoke at Dutch Brothers headquarters to all their bosses. Wow. That, that was a pretty cool one. I enjoyed that one a lot. And Dutch Brothers is the, they're going to be the first Oregon company to go public on the New York Stock Exchange in like 30 years. So they're taking off big no time. No way. Yeah. I did not know that. That's awesome. Who knows? Maybe you were uh, the final uh, piece that, that propelled them over the top because they're crushing <laughs> it right now. Huh. I don't. I, that's cool to think about. I don't think so, but that'd be, I don't know, man. That'd be cool. It's possible. We can't confirm or deny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's awesome. Kyle is, is that something that you, I know I'm not asking, like, I know you work at the hospital full time and I, yeah. I'm not asking like, are you going to quit your hospital job? But is, is the, the motivational speaking thing, is that something that you really enjoy and would like to potentially do full time at some point? Oh, I love it, man. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a dream to do that full time. Um, I was with a speaking agency. It was just this kind of like new, you know, I was a new speaker and 
it was a new agency and they ended up kind of screwing me over a little bit, you know, with, with money um, after I did a bunch of speeches for them. And so I had to cut that contract short. Now I'm just super careful with people who approach me like that, you know? So makes sense. So where I, I, I always give people a chance at the, the end of the podcast to yeah. um, to kind of plug some things, but I, I want to do this but just to make sure I don't forget for anybody that wants to book you for something. What's the what's the best place to go to do that? Honestly, Instagram or Facebook. Those two are your best shot or you can call me, text me, whichever. OK, while we're at it, go ahead. Uh, any any contact info that you want to share go yeah. for it or, or your instagram handle would would be great as well yeah my instagram handle is at kyle t as in thomas atkinson um yeah just one word kyle t atkinson um phone number 503-602-1318 and yeah that's really that's really it, man. You can hit me up whenever, wherever, and I'll come speak to whoever. Well, that's awesome, man. I, I had no idea you were even doing that until I until we were texting the other day. So anybody, team, business, just what whatever it may be, any sort yeah. of organization, hit a, hit up Kyle for um, to come in and, and speak to your employees, your team, what, whatever it is. Um, Kyle. It. Before we let you go, um, I always allow a, a moment at the end of the podcast. If there's any final words you want to get in or just any shout outs you want to give to anybody um, in the sauce or elsewhere, uh, the floor is yours. Oh, man. Um, I mean, really big shout out to my fiance for sticking, sticking with me, man. I know that I'm not the easiest person to deal with, you know, all the time, but you know, she's, I got a good one, man. She's, she's great. She's a nurse in the ER. Um, you know, she's, she's awesome. Um, you know, again, to my family and then to you, Matt, man, I mean, like, this is cool. I love doing stuff like this. Um, especially when it's like hometown people, you know, um, and that's, that's really it, man. That's really it. Well, Kyle, I, I appreciate the heck out of you uh, saying that. And again, I appreciate you coming on and, and making time for us. Uh, of course. It's, been, it's been, I know we said 10 years um, since the last time we, we chatted. Let's make sure it's uh, not that long to the next time. Yeah, for sure, man. Of course. All right, Kyle. Well, great chatting with you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, this has been the Sauce Town Stories podcast.